Okay. We can get started. Yes. Okay. Hello. Okay. (laughs) We're back. Yes, we are. Hi, everyone. I'm your host, Hadley Mendelson. And I'm your other host, Alyssa Fiorentino. And you are officially listening to Dark House Season 2. You guys asked, we listened. We are really happy to announce we are no longer a limited series. So if you've ever listened to a Dark House episode before, then you probably already know we simply cannot stop talking in general, but mostly about haunted houses, design, and local history slash folklore. So the fact that we had awesome listeners around the world, really, who also couldn't get enough of this stuff is more than a dream come true. It's like we finally found our little community and sense of belonging. And we're so excited to be back and to share more stories with you, which we will be dropping every other Wednesday through the end of the year. So get excited. Yes, get excited. It turns out that there is no shortage of creepy houses across the U.S., but we have so many more places to explore. And we will be bopping all around the country this time. We did that last year, but we have more room to explore now. Before we get too far into all the fun stuff we have planned for the coming months, let's just take a second to reintroduce Dark House. Yeah, good idea. Take it away. Okay. So for those of you who are listening for the first time, here's how it essentially all started. Hadley and I met when we started working together at House Beautiful in 2018, and we very quickly realized that We are both obsessed with ghosts and the paranormal. We locked eyes like you do with a loved one and you're like, you like this too? And you just feel very seen. I will say we're each drawn to the topic for pretty different reasons. I studied American studies slash history and creative writing in college. And my major also kind of emphasized a lot of folklore. And it made me believe that history is really a ghost story. I feel like that sounds kind of cheesy or tropey or like I'm pitching something. But It does. And also, of course, as an interior design editor and spending most of my career learning about architecture and interiors. And I think that it was a natural evolution of that or a combination of the two. And so I do see the home as this like ultimate symbolic venue for storytelling. And um, Alyssa's is a little different. The same, but different. Yeah. So... (sighs) Go back and listen to our very first episode and you'll hear the real story. But I've been seeing ghosts since I was a kid. And I can tell if a house is haunted within about five minutes of being inside it. I would say without even going in, but I don't want to hype myself up too much. I'm also convinced I'm a little bit psychic. I can confirm. Yeah, listen, (laughs) it, it is what it is. I've always been like the first person in line for any kind of reading, tarot reading, astrology reading, like you name it. I've always been drawn to this stuff. I think what's fun about the two of us is that we have so much in common, like just even the fact that we're both cancers, but we have a lot that makes us different, like growing up on different coasts. Yeah. When we first thought of the show, true crime podcasts were popping off. They're still popping to this day. And there's so many different podcasts that you can listen to, and they're all really amazing. But nobody was stopping to be like, hey, what about the house? And that was where we came in. We both could talk about this forever. So like, why not make a podcast about haunted houses? At the end of the day, we are both equally committed to the topic and just fucking love ghosts. Almost as much as we love talking to each other. Almost. I mean, I think the review that cut the deepest said that we sounded like we didn't like each other. I mean, I was dying when I saw that one. I was like, 
I need to text Alyssa right now and just make sure she knows that she's valued, appreciated, and loved by me. And um, I think I'm the first one to say that, which makes sense as the ENFP of the duo here. I wish we could respond to reviews because I just wanted to be like, no, guys, we love each other. We're just tired. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We're just always tired. Yeah. We did get another review that said that we sound like two friends talking on the phone, which I think was more spot on. Yeah. We want you guys to be on this call with us. We hope you feel conferenced in. (laughs) If we could, we would. Yeah. We've been talking about making this podcast for years and we finally got a chance to in 2021. And now, because of you guys, we're able to make more episodes beyond the five that we made last year. Yeah. So... Here's how it's going to work. Alyssa and I take turns being the main storyteller, but the structure of the episode is usually about the same. In each episode, we dig into the backstory of a haunted or otherwise notorious home, and then we look into who lived there, usually who died there, and all of the events that led to its downfall. And because we are design editors, we also spotlight the architecture and the design elements of each house, or what's left of them anyway. Yeah, sometimes they're just shells now. And we also feature guest interviews with experts who run the gamut from celebrities and psychics to real estate agents and designers. We ask them all of our burning questions and then hear about their experiences visiting some of these houses in real life. So let's put it this way. If you've ever watched a true crime documentary and been the person at the end who's like, wait, what happened to the house? This is the podcast for you. Or also if you're the person who is told by everyone in the room to let it go and they just want to enjoy their dinner and you need to get over the movie you just watched, this is also for you. Yeah. If you love history, pop culture, urban legends, if you're just a little bit weird like we are, this is a show for you. We touch on so many things and it's all, I think, super interesting. It's kind of hard whenever people are like, so what is the main genre? If you had to pick one, I'm like, I don't know, true crime, paranormal, history, gossip. I don't think I could pinpoint a genre to save my life because it's, I think we have this in our like show description. It's at the crossroads of true crime and the paranormal because with true crime stories, there's always a crime scene. Mm -hmm. And from there, these houses kind of have a reputation in whether or not you believe in ghosts, they become haunted by the things that have happened there. The legacy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we do talk about ghosts. We do find accounts from people who have lived in the house or, you know, worked there or whatever the thing is. And they have ghost stories and they're really interesting. Sometimes they're scary. Sometimes they're a little funny. So you kind of get a little bit of everything. You also get Hadley and I weighing in from sometimes a scaredy cat perspective or sometimes a skeptic. She's talking to me. We (laughs) approach it from all sides and I, I could just talk about them all day. They're so fascinating. Yeah. And also in the same way that we're kind of like a genre bender podcast, we're friends and we're coworkers. So we do talk and catch up a little bit. But for the most part, we focus on in-depth reporting to make sure that we're bringing you guys stories that are credible and have been fact-checked and aren't just us making up wild theories that have no verification or anything like that. So it's kind of a combination between us as friends and then also kind of leaning on our journalist backgrounds. So if that sounds like something you'd like to sign up for, we have all new episodes this year. We'll have our first new story for you on July 27th. But to hold you over until then, you can go back and catch up on the four houses that we covered last year. Yes, we kicked things off with the Velisca Axe Murder House in Iowa. Darwin started to notice a pattern where a lot of little kids would go over there. 
He would also notice that they would snap at something that wasn't there and be like, stop pushing me. He would even see little kids like go into that room and either like look under the bed or under the covers and play peekaboo oh, with no. nothing. No. Yeah. No, 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 mm-hmm. no. Yeah. And then we dug into the Gene Harlow house, or also known as the Harlow Burn House in L.A. On September 5th, 1932, Paul Byrne was found dead in their home at 9820 Easton Drive. Byrne was found naked with a single gunshot wound to the head and a 38 caliber revolver in his hand. His body was discovered by house staff who immediately summoned not the police, but MGM executives. We covered the Mercer Williams house in Savannah, Georgia. He slipped and he fell on two iron spikes that were adorning the balcony railings. Oh, no. He, like, folded over them, kind of, I think. And so the paramedics came and they removed the two spikes that had impaled him, but they couldn't save him the two spikes on that balcony are still missing to this day. And we went out with a bang with the super haunted S.K. Pierce mansion in Gardner, Massachusetts. He collects himself and he explains that six years before this, he died during a surgery procedure and he was revived on the table. And when they brought him back, he could see ghosts. I just got really a lot of chills. I don't love that. So then he points to a door behind him and he goes, she knows you know she's here. Ah, more chills. I just, okay. Me too, and I already know the story. We also talked to some incredibly fascinating people from all different fields, really. We spoke to anthropology professor Talk Thompson all about the cultural value of haunted house stories. Ghosts are about ethics. We're haunted by our moral lapses. And so if we can listen to ghost stories, listen to the ghost, we can be better informed about how to be better people. And, and I think that's the real, you know, utility I see in ghost stories. If the ghosts are out there speaking to people, they're probably doing it for a very good reason. We also spoke with Jerry Wanick, the production designer of The CW's Supernatural, and he told us some wild stories about his time living in Hollywood. I used to date this girl in Los Angeles when I lived there. She lived in one of Elvis's old apartments, and all of Elvis's furniture was in the apartment. So they were both gone. My girlfriend and I stayed there all the time. One night, I just got up in the middle of the night and went to the bathroom, and as I walked down the hallway, just felt this really weird sensation. We had a chance to chat with podcast host and celebrity ghost hunter Bridget Marquardt, who told us her personal ghost stories from the Playboy Mansion, which just were terrifying. I saw, even though it was out of the corner of my eye, I feel like I saw fairly clearly what it was. It was a woman, and she had black, long, kind of stringy hair. She was very pale, very skinny, and she was just standing there staring. And I recognized her. And Ghost Brothers star Marcus Harvey joined us in episode four to give us the details on what it's really like to ghost hunt in Savannah. 
that's their Bahamas. Savannah's is like the is like the Bahamas. <laughs> it's like, oh girl, we went down to Savannah and we had a good time scaring people who were alive, talking to them. I touched somebody's elbow. You touched somebody's elbow, girl. I sure did. <laughs> like, like that might be them paying excursions, but Savannah is definitely that. You could definitely feel like it's two cities, a city that we live in, and then there's a city that they live in. And in our season finale, author and medium Joni Mahan scared the crap out of us with her experience as a literal ghost magnet. Is it sort of like a possession, or do you mean something else when you say attached? Well, they just kind of, you know, I, I see them as being attached. Like, usually it's the back of the neck, somewhere along there, and they just hang. <laughs> I know. Everybody listening to this podcast just touched the back of their neck, I guarantee you. So we have all new houses and guests for you this year, and we seriously cannot wait to share them with you. Hadley, should we share a few teasers right now? I think we can give a few spoilers, but you go first. Okay. Well, there's so much that I'm excited for. It's hard to pick just one, and I also don't want to give too much away, but I will say that one of the houses that I'm doing this year, I hope people have heard of because it went viral not too long ago. I'm not going to say the name because then it's a giveaway and you guys will just be Googling it. I can say that it went viral around the time when we had started talking about wanting to make a podcast about haunted houses. And when I read about this house, it was the one that sealed the deal to me. The story is so wild. There's so many people involved and so many moving parts, and it's really scary, and there's not even a ghost. So you might be able to guess what it is from there, but I cannot wait to talk about it. I know what it is, so it's hard for me not to say anything that's going to give it away. And I'm hoping that there's some kind of resolution. I feel like there's not going to be, but either way, I'm excited for it too. It's kind of like trying to pick your favorite child when you're saying what you're most excited for. Do you want to hear what I am excited for, Alyssa? Yeah. Okay. Um, Well, so full disclosure, we're still plotting out the season. So I've started with most of the houses in the first half. So I'll tell you, I guess, one of those. It's in Hawaii. And that's obviously a new sort of location for us. And we'll also probably want to astro project there together to be on vacation after I finish my research. But I'm really excited for that one. Another house that I can't wait to go to. Am I allowed to say it or should I not? I think you can say it. Okay, we're going to go to Grey Gardens, which you can all watch the movie before you come to the episode. Because unlike some of the other ones, it doesn't give everything away. There's so much random dives into the archives that I did to find the ghost stories. So the actual movie would be good homework for everyone if they want to kind of get involved in that one. But being able to report on it was my dream come true. I can't say the same for anyone who's in my life because they were like enough already about talking about this. And then I'm also excited about the law professor that we spoke to. Yeah, that was a great conversation. I'm really excited for people to hear that. I mean, guest wise, it's it's like you said, it feels like you're picking a favorite child when saying, oh, this is the house I'm most excited about. But I also get the same way about the guests. Every conversation we have we always can talk about this stuff forever. But then when you find somebody else who also is in that same energy, it's always amazing. I'm excited to be able to talk to... I don't want to say any names yet because we haven't recorded it. But we have plans to talk to somebody who hosts the show about dark houses. And there's going to be a second season coming out this year. So we're really excited to talk to that person about what it's like to literally go inside these houses. 
Yeah. I mean, I think my favorite thing in terms of like finding all of the guests that we bring on is that no matter what their background is, no matter how obvious the connection is to hauntings, weirdly, so many different realms and industries have to do with ghosts. And you wouldn't necessarily put that together like they seem like non sequiturs. I think that is one of the most exciting parts as we start planning who we want to invite on. Is there anything else that we should share with everyone before we sign off? Maybe some fun, personal, scary stories that we've swapped during this intermission because our text chain is endless. I know. Sometimes I feel like we need a podcast about us making this this podcast because there's so many funny behind the scenes things that we don't get to talk about in our regular episodes just because there's so much going on with the houses and, and when we have guests that there's no time. But we can take a minute now, I think, to... Mm-hmm. To give people a little inside look. You just went to Savannah without me, by the way. (laughs) I know. You and Charles, my boyfriend, are fighting for that spot (laughs) as my plus one on ghost trips. Actually, he might gladly give it to you if you want. No kidding. So he gifted me a trip to Savannah over the holidays after I became obsessed with the Mercer Williams house from season one. It's episode four if you want to go listen to it. And aside from being obsessed with the Spanish moss and it's just such a charming, beautiful place, also the food... I have so many wrecks around where to eat. Back in the day, bakery literally changed my life. But even this fancy restaurant that we went to for like our special dinner was apparently haunted. And the difference I would say between Savannah and then other places is that they kind of are happy to embrace the fact that it's probably haunted. So I literally said at the end of the meal, hey, is the restaurant haunted? And the waiter said that it was or that there's rumors at least that it is. And apparently a fire killed a family who lived in it at some point in the 1800s. Obviously, that's dark and scary and sad in and of itself. But then he said that there were also rumblings that the patriarch of the family, who was also a potentially bad apple wayward doctor, started the fire. That's obviously crazy, but I kind of took it with a grain of salt. Of course, I researched it when I got home. But the craziest part of this was that the next night, our guide to the ghost tour that we went on I was obviously the teacher's pet, like so annoying, raising my hands every two seconds, corroborated the story. But there is a house on every single block that is deserving of its own episode. We could do a special season on just Savannah. Just Google haunted houses in Savannah and you'll see like dozens of them. Another exchange that I feel like the whole world needs to hear is about the insane video that you sent me last November and completely ruined my um, week. Well, the funny thing is, is because I feel like usually I'm the one like you said, ruining somebody's night. Like, why did you send me that? Now I'm going to be up. But I, it messed me up as well. I had to send it to you because I had no choice at that point. Yeah. But somebody sent me this video that was kind of going around, but it's these two girls who lived in an apartment above a restaurant in Hoboken. It's called The Brass Rail. This is the scariest video I've ever seen. And I don't... Uh, I don't scare easily at these types of... When you're on TikTok or YouTube or whatever, it's pretty easy to tell when something is fake if they CGI'd it or, you know, whatever. I've never seen anything like this ever. Oh, I have chills right now even just like thinking about it. Oh, I don't like it. Like I want to go back in our texts and get it, but I also don't no. want to. And I can't remember if I missed it the first time I played the video. Like that's how creepy it is that you really have to be paying attention to understand like what happened Can we give a summary of it? Basically, it's these two girls playing a game. like They were like ring tossing. Yeah, something like a ring toss. There's one girl behind the camera, very clearly recording. The girl who's in front of the camera, it tosses the ring. The lens scans to the other side of the room where the ring goes. And you're looking at a doorway. Basically, a woman or a girl just walks past the doorway. Mm. 
And they say there's no other roommates there, nothing. But she had no feet. Yeah. So I was going to say, I'm going to re-fucking tell this if you leave that detail out. <laughs> I mean, because you could have dismissed it and been like, yeah, yeah, sure. That's just another girl. Uh-uh. She had no feet. She had no fucking feet. And she just floats. She had hair that looked like she just drowned, too. Yeah. She had black, long, stringy hair that looked kind of like... The ring. Yeah. She, like, took a straightener to it while it was wet and zapped it. Like, it looked like, I don't know, something was wrong with the hair. I mean, I definitely don't think you see her face. No. It's just the hair and the dress. White dress. And she passes by. And Mm. I... I was in bed. It was like 11 p.m. And I think I was up for at least another hour and a half. Just freaked out. It was the last night that I was still living with my former roommate. And we had like nothing in the apartment. And it was eerie no matter what. And I bolted out of my bed. And I sprinted to her room. And I was like, um, okay, we're going to do a slumber party tonight. And so we slept in her bed together. And I didn't show her until the morning. Because I was like, I, I can't. I have to pretend that I never saw it. It was so scary. Well, I was just like, really? Because like I had just gotten an apartment in Hoboken. And I was Ugh. like... Do- But now I kind of want to go to that restaurant. So maybe we will. Yeah, and Google that restaurant. I did. The story is, I think somebody way, 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 way back when was supposed to get married there, but they died. And this is the, maybe it's the ghost of the bride. They fell from the stairs. Yes, 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 yes. But I think what I heard, and again, this is hearsay, if you will, was that the girls (laughs) moved out the next day, which absolutely I would too. And the landlord was cool with it because they were like, it's okay, it happens. Which is saying something. If the landlord is cool, then about that, then like, okay, it's pretty rare. I know. Obviously, it's not our video. We don't have rights to it. But if we can figure out how to get permission to share it, we'll put it on social media because you got to see this. You have to see it. And if it's your video, please, please raise your hand. Yeah. If you're the girls that lived in the apartment, can you just hit us up? We're looking for you. You can come on this podcast and tell us about your experience. Yes. In fact, please do. Really quickly, another one that I don't think I've told you yet. This weekend, I was in the car and again, brought on ghost stories. My friend's mom was driving and she was like, so this villa that we rented in Italy a few years ago was definitely haunted. The kitchen light would never just stay off. And so every night she would have to walk through the whole house, like go down the stairs, through the living room, get to the kitchen and turn it off again. And apparently she doesn't scare easily. I mean, I need the lights on at all times, especially if I'm creeped out. But she was like, no, it's fine. I'll just go turn it off again, even if it is haunted. But then when she was on her way back upstairs going back every single time this would happen, she said that it felt like something was grabbing hold of her ankles and weighing her down as she was trying to run back upstairs. Fuck that. (gasps) Oh, God. I don't know what's worse, attaching to your neck or your ankles. Just don't touch no matter what. Don't touch me, period. I mean, I think I'd just leave the kitchen light on. Like, you're good. Just leave it. Oh, same. Same, same, same. So back to this season, we will have new episodes coming out for you every other Wednesday through the end of the year. So the first Haunted House episode will be coming out on July 27th, which is the week after next. While you all are waiting for the drop, you can binge all of our other episodes from season one. And if you have any stories of your own, if you are the girls from that apartment in Hoboken, please DM us and tell us your scary stories. Yes, honestly, those are the best. The first person stories that we receive are... Maybe it's masochistic of me to say, but I love reading them and then like having an excuse to stay up all night to research the backstory. Um, We'd also love any recs for other houses that you want us to feature in future episodes. You can find me on Instagram at at Hadley Mendelson, and it's spelt the same way that it is in our episode descriptions. Yep. And my Instagram handle is at Alyssa Fiorentino. You can also DM us on our new Instagram account at Dark House Podcast. 
It's a small little baby. So go follow it, please. Yeah, we just launched it. Before we sign off, I want to ask everyone listening who likes what they're hearing to please rate and review us on whichever platform you're listening on. It really helps us not only improve as hosts, but also to continue telling these amazing stories for all of you. Thanks, guys, for listening. We cannot wait to get into season two with you. Stay tuned. Until next time, here's to hoping you only have to turn the lights out once and watch your ankles. (laughs) 